Well, hey there. This is Jim. I was just thinking. Walking up the big hill. Listening to the flower. Listen to the listen to the flowers. Doesn't that sound really 60s? Man, I just I I heard sounds and I saw and I I saw color and I heard sound. Yeah, it sounds very 60s. I'll reverse that. Well, looking at the flowers and listening to the birds. The neighbor's got some very large pinkish purple flowers on some blooming plant in front of their house. I think it might be an azalea, but I'm not very good at recognizing plants. So, big flowering bush. I have a car going by on my right in a couple seconds here. There we go. It is Saturday morning. And I'm going to take you for not one, but two excursions today. So, I'm going to do a short three mile run because today is Saturday. I don't normally run on Saturdays. In fact, Maybe cutting down my running five days to four. Because I'm still having a little bit of ankle soreness. It's better if I rest it, so we are resting it. But I'm noticing the day after I run it is a bit more sore. So <clears throat> we might do that or we might... We might just go to an every other day schedule, which will give me an average of three and a half runs a week, because it'll be four runs one week, three the next, so forth and so on. But I'm gonna try a four day schedule, as the British would say. See how that goes. Hello, deer. I have a deer in the road staring at me. So I'm just going to stop right here. Take your picture. Zoom in. Take your picture again. Hit the video. Not sure what happened there, but I saw a deer. Normally, I can continue recording while I'm uh, doing stuff. You know what? It's because I turned the video on. That's why it stopped. Because I turned the video on to video the uh, the deer. And it won't let me do this and video at the same time. So there it is. 
I asked, answered my own question. All right, let's do a little quick run here. <clears throat> yep, there he is. In the woods, keeping an eye on the human. Not really, I'm gonna take it real easy. Oh man, you are. You're not going far away from me today. Look at you. Look at you, dear. Hello. Hello. I'm no threat, dear. Hello. Hello, peekaboo, dear. Hello. Hello, peekaboo, dear. Hi. Yep. You hop off now. You hop off. Nice to see you, though, today. I feel all St. Francis with all the animals coming to me. <clears throat> there you go. Anyway. Oh, there's more deer going across. There's two deers crossing in front of me. I am St. Francis. It is my confirmation name. In case anybody cares. I've always had an interest in animals. <clears throat> I'll admit, not to the extent that I have, uh, I have right now. I definitely like fewer animals to have to take care of every day, but uh, you know that's probably why I married the lovely woman I married. So, but I do like them. So, yeah, somewhere around here is where they crossed. I mentioned this earlier. Because there is less woodland, and they like to hide in the woodland, I'm seeing them a lot more. And they're safe around here, for the most part, because it's not hunting grounds, although, you know, pretty much everybody around here owns a shotgun, so if anyone wants free venison and happens to be walking across your 10 acres of property, well, bang, boom, you're going to get yourself some free venison probably not walk far out your back door. So. But I mentioned I'm going to take you for two excursions today. So. Excursion number one is this. It's my three-mile run. I won't take you for the full three miles. And I wanted to get this in today because I mentioned haven't been able to uh, to run due to some ankle stiffness, soreness, and I also wanted to get it in early because we're still in the upper 60s this morning. We are going into the 90s today, so 
basically if I don't do anything this morning, it ain't happening. Because the only thing I'm gonna do this afternoon is uh, field test our central air conditioning and see how well it does on a 90 something degree day and humid. And we're hoping that it keeps our house at a comfortable 72 degrees. So, and I know some people are like, no, you should have that warmer. But actually, the guy who installed the AC said, actually, for this area, 72 is probably fine. Um, but if you lived in some place where, you know, like Florida, Georgia, right? Southern Alabama, Southern Mississippi, right? Texas. Some place where it's warm a lot. Phoenix, where it's warm a lot. And for a long period of time, you might want to kick it down. We'll kick it up a bit. But sit around here again. It's really just the summer that it gets oppressive here, so you're fine here. But another thing that I thought was interesting was mentioned this idea of knocking the temperature up and down and we're finding is bad idea you should pick the temperature you want your house to be and just leave it because whether it needs to heat or cool unless you have no furniture right um all that stuff in your rooms also needs to get heated and cooled. Now, you wouldn't think that, but all that stuff absorbs heat. Some things radiate heat if they're electric and uh, absorb some of the, the cool air like your furniture. All right? So, if you're constantly tweaking the temperature on the thermostat, you know, when you need to cool the room even more than it is already, you gotta cool all those walls. You gotta cool all that furniture at the same time. And that takes a while. You know, it's kind of like the refrigerator trick, right? It's easier to keep a refrigerator cold when it's full because all the stuff in the refrigerator it's gonna help maintain that cold so that the refrigerant doesn't need to do all the work. The stuff can help. Kind of the same thing, kind of the same idea. So, I thought, huh? So, so yeah, so for the summer, you know, pick a temperature you want your house to be, just leave it, all right? And then obviously when you no longer need AC, you know, in the fall, Switch it off, you know, and switch it back on in the spring when it gets warm again. So I thought, huh. So, and apparently 72 is what he leaves his house at all summer. So, so that just makes it easier. So I'm like, okay. So, so far, that's what we've done, so we'll see how that works today. So, like I said, this will be a good, a good trial because 90s, 
to mid 90s. Generally as hot as we get. And it's gonna stay warm overnight. So that's the other, the other piece. That's the other piece. Is that your house doesn't have a chance to cool off overnight. So we'll see what we'll see. But yeah, it's one of those mornings where, you know, we're not 70 yet, but you can just feel when the sun hits you. And it's gonna be warm today. So animals are already out because they're coming in by about 10, 10.30. Basically, once it hits the 80s, and then uh, they'll be in the barn and out of the uh, blistering heat for the remainder of the day. And as long as it's not going to rain overnight, they'll go back out when it's cool. So, there you go. All right. Well, we'll wait for the next walk break to uh, shut this down. Yeah. I'm supposed to do a long run tomorrow on Sunday, so this is more just very easy shakeout. So there's my walk. I will see you for the dog walk or excursion number two. See you then. All right. Now, excursion number two. Sound you're hearing in the background? It's the sound of our compact tractor. Yeah. Because that's the things you buy when you live on a small hobby farm. It does help uh, have some personal issues with the brand of tractor my wife purchased. That's right. It's actually my wife's per my wife's purchase. She purchased the tractor. Little input from me, but technically speaking, she owns the tractor. So. And we have a loader for it, so that would be the bucket on the front. So we can scoop and carry and do all kinds of tractory things with it, which that actually does come in helpful. It's, my issue with it is it's not a particularly good lawnmower. So, I mean, it does what it needs to do, but I think it's better suited as a tractor than as a really big lawnmower. So, center of gravity is just a little bit too high for my liking when you live on the side of a hill. So, and you live on ground that's not flat side of a hill, but lumpy, bumpy side of a hill. So, yep. You can kind of feel like you're going to pitch over every so often. It's a tad unnerving. But there you go. Of course, if we lived in Texas, I'd probably love the sucker. 
but I don't. I very much don't live in Texas. So, anyway, excursion number two, the walk. So we did the run first, it was three miles. And now we're gonna do the mile and a half walk with the pooch. So, get her some exercise today with her new stealth paws. Just had her toes clipped. So, no longer scratching at the ground with her nails. So she's ninja pooch right now. There you are. So, lovely, lovely day. So I mentioned it was upper 60s when I started my run. In fact, it was 67. Just walked in the house, grabbed some, some water after the run. Got rid of my sunglasses and put on my regular glasses so I can actually see and read. I looked at the thermometer and it's now flipped, 76. So we went from 67 to 76, basically a half an hour. So yeah, it's gonna get warm. It's gonna get warm today. So there it is. But what else? Well, ankles feel good right now. So I have a feeling that the stiffness and the soreness is still left over from the Leviquin I was taking for the ear infection. If you read the uh, the biomechanics of that medication. It says that it can, it can play with your tendons for several weeks. So, several meaning at least three. So, that seems to be about the case. We've already gone through about two and a half, probably either on the third week or starting the third week. So, that sounds about right. So, it's been, been getting better day after day, but we'll wait for crazy-ass truck to come through here. Crazy-ass diesel truck. You can tell by the engine. So, yeah. I've mentioned it before, but people think there's going to be nobody on this road, and so some people, they haul ass down this road. And uh, actually not a good idea because where this guy was coming from, he's coming around a blind corner and the house that's over to my right at this point has a lot of little kids, about three of them. So yeah, I'm concerned that at some point there's gonna be a ball that's gonna go into the road and one of these people is gonna think that they're on a, they're on a drag strip and we're gonna, have a, uh, we're gonna have a bad situation here. So. There you go. But hopefully, hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully that never, ever happens. But it's, I can see that happening because, again, it's a blind corner. So, 
take it easy. But, eh, that's the way it is. You know, stay out of the road. Probably just as good a, a roll as well. So, anyway. <sighs> so what else to chat about today? Well, did my first Instagram live in quite a long time. Haven't done one in, geez. Probably last year sometime. Probably, maybe last summer. It's been a while, I think, since I've done a, a live feed on Instagram. But, feeling the need to go ahead and do one today, so there it was. So, but, it's amazing how much cooler it feels whilst I'm walking as opposed to running, so. I'm pretty much sweaty mess, so I'm I'm drying off now, you know. Nature's doing what it's supposed to be doing. I'm getting some definite evaporative cooling because there is a nice little breeze today. So we'll get even better once we get out of the forested area and we can actually get some more breeze. But there you go. Another thing I've noticed is probably, again, the further south you are, this is probably less of an issue because... You know, you don't, uh, you don't revert back, for those of you who are Caucasian, do not revert back to uh, the Nordic look over the winter. Uh, but uh, I'm amazed at how quickly uh, my arms, my legs, uh, my face, um, you know, my neck has all tanned right back up. Um, I mean, definitely the sun is stronger here than it was in central New York. And, uh, you know, obviously you're outside for a run so many times a week. You are getting outside, and that will expose you to the UV radiation that will darken your skin. But I'm amazed that, you know, I'm, uh, I've probably got 75% of the color that I'm going to get this entire summer. And uh, it's not even Memorial Day yet, so. Uh, it's the weekend before Memorial Day, but still. So, found that pretty interesting, so. Maybe the sun's a lot stronger this year, but we are coming into a, a, uh, a positive sun cycle, so I'm going to start talking ham radio stuff to you now. So, we are now in... Sun cycle 25. And as the second of the two words would imply, cycle. These things come and go. And so, at a uh, expected period, we get more solar radiation for a period of time, and then it wanes, kind of like the tide going out, and then we get less solar radiation. And if you're in the ham radio world, the amateur radio world, in case you don't know the ham word for amateur radio. Most people do, but just in case. You know, this is going worldwide. Maybe there's somebody who doesn't know. Uh, when it comes to high frequency or HF propagation, right, you're dependent upon how 
bouncy, to lose a less technical term, the ionosphere is, you know? Will things nicely bounce off the ionosphere and then bounce around the, bounce around the globe? Because the more bouncy the ionosphere, well, the further away you can, you can talk. So the more solar radiation, the more bouncy your ionosphere. And again, yeah, not the technical terms, but trying to make this, uh, you know, rated E for everyone. So there you go. So yes, we're going to have, we're going to have a much more bouncy ionosphere, which means that we're getting more solar radiation, which means, yeah, maybe I am tanning a lot quicker this year. And then next year, 26 is supposed to be even better. And so maybe, you know, who knows, you know, planning on getting a tan, maybe that, you know, this year, next year, and the year after that, those are the years to go ahead and do it. Um, but obviously you want to be smart about that. Cause you know, also means you have a better chance of getting skin cancer. So, and nobody needs that. So there you go. There you are. Never thought you'd get a, uh, a skin cancer commentary thanks to amateur radio. But that's why amateur radio is cool. It's not just about picking up a mic and talking to somebody and sounding like you're on a CB. No, no, no. Much, much greater hobby than that. But as I mentioned before, it can also be a tad pricey hobby because all of the toys are not cheap. So... There you go. So one wants to have a good job, I suppose, if you're going to get into amateur radio. That or have nothing else to do and have no friends. So there you are. I do have other things to do. I do have friends. I do have a good job. So I can check all those boxes. But Yeah, I'm looking at this as a lifelong hobby, not a, uh, you know, a now hobby one of those things that you can do as long as you can get up and you can key a mic you can uh, and you can talk you can still do the whole amateur radio thing so there you go anyway we're going to take you down to this house today here puppy and then just turn you around at the house normally we walk by the house and then walk back but I don't think we'll do that today it is it is warm. I think probably by the time we get back to the house, it'll probably be, it'll be 80. Because that's where it's going. So, anyway. Coming up on the, the pond and all of the geese. They've got their, their goslings. There's a lot of goslings today. It's a nice shot right there with mommy and daddy geese. Mommy and daddy goose, I suppose. And what do we got there? One, two, three, four, five goslings in between them. And they're they are definitely um, good parents. They're definitely uh, watching out over their their progeny, as it were. Definitely ask my friend Anthony. He'll tell you. He's he's run up on a couple of geese when when the babies are out and they make no bones about the fact that you are not welcome, buddy. We will... Uh, will hurt you if you come near our near our kids so there you go 
all parents should care about their kids that much. There you go. Anyway, all right. Here's the house, pup. Let's whip it around. Whip it around. So we're gonna make some. Uh, gonna make some sun tea today. So I haven't decided whether or not we're gonna make traditional sun tea. All right. Which means you just get your standard tea bag. Although, you know, all the Southerners out there, I believe, um, there is a. Um, there is a tea brand, I believe. Please correct me if I'm wrong, all right? Because, you know, I've lived in the South, but I'm not from the South. But uh, I believe it's Lipton. I believe that's, like, real traditional. you got to get Lipton iced tea and put that in, uh, in your container for your sun tea. We don't have any Lipton iced tea, so there you go. So we'll make do with whatever we have. But I think we have... We have Tetley or something else. We have we have another one that's just your your standard American tea, not the British stuff. Although I've made sun tea with the British stuff, and let me tell you, um, that's not bad, all right. Uh, and some of that stuff you can actually turn into a sweet tea, and you put the sugar right in there. That actually is not bad. So, yep, hang on, pup. Hang on. Let's do that. Tell you what, we'll change hands. There you go. So, that's some good stuff. Especially if you can get, um, and again, this is definitely not southern sweet tea, but if you can get some of the the mixes that have things like lavender in them, lavender and sugar actually go really well together. So if you can get that, boy, that is a really, that is a good tasting tea. But no, it's not traditional southern sweet tea. So we're getting 90-some-odd today. And uh, no chance of rain. And wall-to-wall sunshine. Might as well take advantage and make ourselves some sun tea. And we'll have that in the fridge to drink. That stuff doesn't last very long, though. But there you go, then you just make more. Got plenty of cold water, so that, there you go. Alrighty. Well, that's all I got. That's enough. Two excursions, one day. This will be there to keep you through the weekend. Uh, for those of you who listen here who also listen elsewhere, let me just do some updates for the other, other two shows. So I'm hopeful to get a... Um, a run talk run out at some point. I was hoping to get one out last weekend for the York half marathon whilst I was running with my buddy Anthony. But since the weather was a little on the rainy side, uh, I didn't want to bring my good microphone because I was afraid it was going to get destroyed. And I tried recording with the phone, which would have been fine if I'd held the phone in my hand for the seven miles. Um, But I decided to stick it in my side pouch, and you just hear seven miles while I run of rub, 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 and it, uh, it's distracting, so it's fine when we stop and walk, but once we start running again, rub, 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 so not good, so that, uh, that didn't work out, and Anthony has a 
bunch of weddings to go to. I think he's going to a wedding this weekend. I think he's got a wedding next weekend. Um, <clears throat> he got a ton of weddings. And then I think he's got like some vacation in June where he usually uh, leaves the area and goes to my friend Kevin's favorite state of Michigan uh, for like a week or something like that. And so, yeah, I mean, once Anthony and I can get together and actually do a run together, that'll happen and we'll make sure to get it out there on Run Talk Run. But we may have a hiatus again. It's, it's, it's looking like it's just the summer, our schedules don't mix kind of thing. Or maybe I need to go and find somebody else. Maybe I need to do one with Dwayne. Maybe I need to go do one with, uh, with Nate. Maybe I just need to get a little bit more creative than just me and Anthony all the time. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what we see. But, one, speaking of Nate, want to wish my friend Nate good luck tomorrow for his half marathon. He's got the YMCA half marathon in Harrisburg. So he's got his big run tomorrow. Thankfully not today with the 95 degrees. This would be not fun weather to try and do a PR in. It'll be a tad cooler tomorrow, but not much, but at least a little bit. So, and he might have the benefit of some clouds as well, too. So might not have the direct sun beating down on him. And then, of course, we'll throw a little shout out to my buddy, Dwayne, who did finally pick up our prize medals so I got a chance to see a picture of my bronze medal for coming in three out of three 50 to 59 year olds and let me tell you it's sweet looking I actually like the bronze medal better than the actual medal for the race it's actually slicker looking um, so think about this I mean they did this for every age group for $30 folks Turkey Hill Country Classic if you're good enough to actually hop on the podium, not only are you going to have a half marathon for 30 bucks, but you're going to get a really nice-looking medal that's every bit as big as the medal you got for the half marathon that is actually bronze, silver, or gold, depending upon what place you came in. Really sweet. Really, really sweet. I have a feeling, though, since I will not be getting very many bronze medals in my lifetime, um, I always leave the most current medal on my my medal rack, whether it's a marathon medal or not, because those are the only ones I normally display. But I think this bronze medal is going to stay out there um, promptly displayed until I get another one. Um, which is probably going to be a long time because I ain't that fast. I ain't that slow, but I ain't that fast either. So there you go. All right. So thanks to Dwayne. Got to figure out a time I can go and meet up with Dwayne and go and obtain my, my prize. Um, then, of course, we've got uh, my show there, JD's Big Fat Run. She's actually JD's Big Fat Running Journey is the full name. Or as my one buddy put it, JD's Big Fat Running Journal, which I thought was humorous. And I pointed out to him. And then he pointed out to me that he has fat fingers. And, you know, I get that. I totally get that. But it made me smile. It made me smile. 
JD's Big Fat Running Journal. But, yeah, we're close, right? Close enough for government work, right? So there you are. But, uh, we've got the, the May edition that's been out, so obviously we're, we're going to be working now on a June edition. I can tell you right now, since the weather is it's here, the June edition, we're going to start talking about summer. We're going to talk about things you need to keep in mind for the summer. So we'll have some We'll have some things like that. I'm going to go and I'm going to do a product update. Haven't talked to the individual yet, but I'd like to get an interview with the person who makes said product um, because I think it's a nice product. And, and again, it's not an expensive product for what you're getting. So but I have to do a little reaching out here and uh, get a chance to go and do a little chit chat. And then I will be bringing a new product to you. Also mentioned that uh, I'm going to be talking to you about the turtle towel. So I'll just let you know that is going to be coming up in the next episode. We will be talking about the turtle towel and uh, telling you why everybody should go out and spend the small amount of money it is to get a turtle towel so you can keep your car seats clean. So, things to look forward to in the June episode. Episode number six. Which, in German, is sex. Coincidence? I leave that up to you. So, until we speak again, be well, have a great day.